Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The great thinkers, the great philosophers of the orc culture and society, right? Orcrates. <laughs> Orcrates. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Internet's number one fake history podcast, The Lore Boys. I'm your host, Ethan Palmer. With me is Peter O'Donoghue. Hello, newly healthy cat. Confirmed by a doctor. And James <laughs> Miller. Our vets doctors, James. Uh, vets are doctors. I, Peter and I were both at a vet today. My today. Doggy got, yeah, my doggy got bit and Peter just had to get worms out his cat. And I think they are doctors because they he was taller than me, so I think he was a doctor. <laughs> Oh, my doctor was a lady, so that throws a little wrench in the machine, doesn't it? Was, ah. was she taller than you? No, she was not. Very unusual for a doctor. What's what the, a... the old throwback? A big nurse is what yeah, you call it. Exa- exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she was a very small big nurse, which I'm... <laughs> a little big nurse. Confuses me. The new, the new PlayStation 5 uh, release title, Little Big Nurse. Little big nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Sack doc. What's the actual game that came out? It's like Snack Munch or Bug, Bug Munch snacks. or something. Bug oh snacks. yeah, there was a there was a donkey on, a donkey on it. I posted in the uh, oh, Lore Fuck Boys it. Discord memes channel. Uh, <laughs> I watched a guy lure the mayor out of the town, then throw a springboard under his feet. He launched the mayor off a cliff. He's like, <laughs> "I'm the mayor now." Goes back to the town and tries to take it over. So <laughs> oh funny. my god. That's very good. Uh, look, d- doesn't look great, but welcome to Bug Snacks lore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go into the calorie counts of all the different snacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, no, we're not talking about Bug Snacks. Uh, we're talking about uh, Warhammer 40K again, as decided by you, the listeners, uh, specifically the listeners that subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the lore boys. Uh, yeah. This poll was put up for them and was decided by them. Uh, out of a pre-selected curated list of topics. Uh, so if you like this episode and you like that we're talking about Warhammer 40K, if you're perhaps new here, we do have an ongoing series about uh, the Warhammer 40K Space Marines. This is not going to be a Space Marine episode. This is going to be a divergence from the Space Marine Space Marines to what some might call green Space Marines that are orcs the instead Salamander. of Space Marines. Broccoli? <laughs> Broccoli Marines. One... <laughs> One of the We've forbidden ones. We've established our fucking lost chapters already. Yeah. There's no broccoli marines. Yeah. Nothing healthy. <laughs> bounce, it's a bouncy bouncy castle and the candy floss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay, so why don't you guys give us a quick rundown of uh, 40k lore from the start, from the the start of the 40k universe, Milky Way Galaxy? Jamie, what do you remember? So it all started in the stinky pit of a man in a games workshop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. It, when you zoom in close enough. There was a civilization. It was on Terra, I think. And then sure. this this place, uh, they got all super advanced and they spread out across the galaxy and they had this network of communication and eventually the communication just cuts. And then this is how, like, basically what was one big tribe kind of evolves into a bunch of little tiny tribes all over the 40K universe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, you, you more or less hit the human arc on the head. Uh, the only other detail I'd say is then in around the year 30,000, from like 28,000 to 30,000, the god emperor of mankind, not the god emperor yet, just the emperor of mankind, decides to go on the, a crusade of reunification across the galaxy and is reuniting all the, the different tribes of humans. So we will talk about that crusade a bit on this episode. Uh, yep. Peter, you want to fill us in with some of those filthy Xenos races that we've talked about in the past? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, we've talked about the Tyranids, uh, who are the only extra-galactic race. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're squatters, basically. They come in to uh, digest planets and turn them into guns. Um, and then we've also talked about the Necron, which are 
I don't know. It like it's probably just like the ultimate Ponzi scheme where they got tricked into <laughs> turning into robot skeletons yeah. by vampires because <laughs> they had a they had like a plutonium sun that just bled ne- uh, radiation onto their planet constantly. Their sun was too close and gave everyone cancer all the time, yeah. so they were desperate for a solution. And yeah. uh, what's what's that guy's name? The 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 ultimate Ponzi scheme guy. Uh, Enron. Nope. Uh, Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff. That's who? it. Yeah. So Bernie, Ma- Bernie, Bernie Madoff, Madoff, who was the head of Enron. I mean. Oh, was he the head of Enron? Yeah, it was the yeah, he was the guy that the Ponzi scheme Enron the yeah, anyway. <laughs> Welcome to Bernie Madoff lore. <laughs> he was forbidden from trading stocks in uh in prison, but he wasn't forbidden from uh recommending stocks to buy to the people that managed his trust while he was in prison. So uh the uh the justice system at work, folks. <laughs> uh, we don't did find- it. Don't buy stocks. You buy Pokemon cards, dude. Logan Paul did it. Easy, easy. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a rap superstar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Check my merch. Check that merch. So, uh, yeah, uh, we we did. We talked about all these things, and of course, everyone's favorite forgotten stepchild, the Eldar. Uh, we did talk about as well. Uh, oh yeah. We'll be talking about one event on our Eldar episode that we specifically mentioned uh on today's episode so uh there'll be a little callback uh, if you guys want to listen to those episodes links will be in the description uh please go check them out and if you like them consider telling your friends and maybe your family maybe your grandmother would love this podcast <laughs> i'm great with grandmothers if she's, a, if she's got a mouth of a sailor then uh, maybe she might <laughs> wait who's editing maybe we can just put all the previous episodes squished down into one second so then okay. if you you can get a quick recap in case you didn't want okay, to listen yeah. to it Oh, yeah. A uh, nice concise at the beginning. Right before the yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the legendary Pokemon, the legendary bird Pokemon sound from first gen. We talked about this during the sound check. Zapdos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like any of our our good Warhammer 40k episodes, I'd love to start you guys off with a quote here, and I this is going to be my only quote today. So you know, you only have to suffer through my voice acting for one. Uh, <laughs> of all the races I have battled throughout the galaxy, the orc is the hardest to comprehend. They wage war with machines that should not work, care little for strategic gains, and are just as likely to slaughter, slaughter each other as the enemy. How does one battle an enemy that defies all logic? That was some guy named Vernal Larrick. He was apparently okay. a rogue traitor. Okay. <laughs> uh, cool. But yeah, I, th- I think what's, what's interesting about that quote is the uh, machines that shouldn't work, because uh, orc machines, by, by all uh, scientific means of of examination should not function as machines but they do for orcs <laughs> this is the only thing i know about the orcs from 40k is they have like the magical power of good enough where somehow they just believe something works and thus it is so they're they're so, psychic but are too stupid to realize it or something <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't really know we'll, we'll we'll get into it we'll get into it okay uh, so the orcs, also called greenskins, are a savage, warlike, greenskinned species of humanoids who possess physiological features of both animals and fungi who are spread all across the Milky Way galaxy. Oh, they're part fungus. Uh, they're a couple of there are some fun guys. What can I say? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> while they may be seen by their enemies, who are pretty much every every other sapient uh, race in the galaxy. Uh, as savage, violent, and crude, they are the most numerous species in the whole galaxy, outnumbering possibly every other intelligent starfaring species, even humanity, with the very plausible exception of the Tyranids. Uh, uh, so no one, it's, it's hard to count Tyranids. Uh, they just, they, you know, they burrow, they, they transform. Sometimes they'll split into two while you're counting them. Sometimes two will split into one. Uh, so, so that's where that old saying mating like orcs comes from. Where yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they fuck oh, like orcs. <laughs> okay, yeah. It makes so much more sense to me now. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, fun fact about the orcs, very sensual lovers, actually. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't know. I, well, sure. <laughs> what kind of noises do they make in the fort? I always think of Zug Zug from the WoW universe. Uh, very similar, very similar. So okay. we'll, we'll They have Cockney accents. They sound like yeah. poor British people. Yeah. Uh, one, <laughs> one thing uh, at a lot of Warhammer 40k conventions and stuff, uh, like a pretty rallying cry. There, I mean, you guys are familiar with ones like uh, Blood for the Blood God, Skulls for the Skull yeah. Throne. There's like, uh, I think it's... For the Emperor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's... Oh, I'm not going to remember Is it right now. Is it Deus Vault? Work, work. Work, work. <laughs> you go home now. You go home. Yeah. Work is the poop. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, numerous beyond belief, and driven always to fight and conquer, the orcs threaten every single intelligent species cohabiting 
in the Milky Way. Uh, they're possibly the most... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, that was going to be a, one of my early questions is, do they work with anybody or are they no. just too ornery and difficult to deal with? <laughs> they they barely work with other orcs. Yeah, I was um, going to say, they barely work with themselves. Yeah. Can I, I re- put up that plastic fence at the top of the stairs to keep them safe from themselves, <laughs> basically? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like toddlers. Yeah, yeah. The, the older orc will throw the younger orc down the stairs. Damn it. Uh. So they're possibly the most warlike aliens in the 41st millennium. Their number is beyond counting. Uh, Amid constant seething tides of battle and bloodshed, burgeoning orc stellar empires rise and fall. Mercifully, most of these empires are short-lived, soon destroying themselves in a maelstrom of violence and internecine conflict. But should the orcs ever truly unify, they would likely crush all opposition. So that's really the only thing getting in their way is themselves. They they keep tripping on their two left feet. And their two left feet being their brother who has a gun and wants to kill them. (laughs) <laughs> i remember you saying to us in past episodes when you play uh warhammer 40k like the one where the big battles like you have to have the orcs fight something constantly or else they start to fight each other right yeah oh so, yes so that was yeah. so i i used to play warhammer fantasy battles uh i have that, your figures that was a rule in the old fantasy battle i don't know if it, it's still i haven't i haven't read anything but it was a a rule called animosity which yeah if they hadn't fought in a certain number of turns that you would have to like roll every time they didn't fight in a round, and there was a chance that they just start fighting amongst themselves and just start killing each other <laughs> while while they're on the battlefield. And if they do it like too many turns in a row, then they just dissolve into chaos and just like all murder each other, and you just like lost a unit that never got oh to fight. <laughs> uh, so orcs have and do threaten humanity uh, many times over the course of the galaxy's history. Uh, it was the defeat of an invading orc force, which would eventually earn Horus the title of War Master at the God Emperor's side. Um, so you guys remember Horus, right? I was oh, in the Horus Heresy. Yeah. Exactly. I listened I listened to the episode, but I wasn't on that one. But yeah. I know who he is. I think we've only done the lead up to the Horus Heresy. We haven't covered the entire thing in its entirety yet, eh? No, we did. We did ages ago. So we have a very old With episode Murphy. on Horus. But we've okay. we've talked about it a fair amount. Yeah, just it seems you important. and I, just a couple, couple of bros sharing a beer, talking about Horus, you know? Okay. <laughs> yep. So we will get into it someday. I do keep promising to do it. It was on the poll this week, and people said nay, they wanted orcs, so we went with orcs. Uh, uh, but teach them a lesson. We should never do it now. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> just, <it>. remember. <laughs> <laughs> just remember, uh, it's the other fans' faults, so you can blame them instead yeah, of exactly. us. <laughs> of all responsibility. It's, yeah, yeah. It's the it's the it's the bourgeoisie, right? It's the middle class, yeah. the people who are yeah. paying for this. We're obviously in the upper class. They're in the middle yeah. class because they're they're supporting our content financially, and you guys are supporting our our content by engaging with us. And so you're the lower class, of course. Yeah, it was just like our Minecraft servers where all of our houses were on tops of hills. Yeah, but yeah. our everybody else they were on the ground beneath us. Yeah, yeah. mine was I, I don't know. mine was on the tallest hill. I I will say. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was that big weird prison that got built while I was away. So uh, I guess for the uninitiated, um, Horus would lead uh, a heresy and would eventually lead to the death of the god emperor of mankind the fall of the empire of mankind and the uh i don't know kind of creation of the chaos space marines in a sense um, okay so when he first uh becomes noticed really by the emperor uh is in a battle against the orcs it's during something called the ulanor crusade um we'll set it up today uh and i think uh in the future if people like orc episodes i might be able to do a dual action horus and orcs horcus or Oh, or or Oris, I don't know. Oris uh, episode of the future, <laughs> kind of the two sides of the battle: what's going on with the orcs and what's going on with. Uh, the yeah, we got to come up with the name first, then the script will come later for yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's how yeah, we do yeah, all yeah. our episodes, right? Yeah, it's the lore boys' magic. Yeah. Honestly, they're all written half an hour before we record them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I mean, so we got we wrote it down. So Jamie, you remember what the, ep- the title for this episode is, right? Yeah. Yep. What is it's, it? Uh, um. Orc and beans. <laughs> okay. Not all bad. Right, that's pretty good. I'll write I'll write it down. I'm not promising that that will actually be the title of the episode, but I'll write it down. <laughs> I was about to write it down as well. <laughs> Just the, the sound of pens scribbling furiously at that fucking bombshell. <laughs> uh, okay. loop again. <laughs> so to start, uh, let's focus on uh, who and what the orcs are who are the the great thinkers the great philosophers of the orc culture and society right 
Orcrates. Uh, Orcrates. Play Torque. Play Torque, yeah. <laughs> Orc Braham Link Orc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now I'm down. I'm right now I'm down, too. <laughs> Orc Braham Link Orc. This is a very good That's title. Good one. <laughs> Thank episode. you. Uh, so, uh, four score and, and eight millennia ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, the orcs, a uh, few things about them. Peter kind of touched on this before. Uh, they generate a potent psychic field, uh, a, a gestalt field. So one that's kind of just innate. It's not okay. conscious at all. Uh, it allows them to accomplish many feats of technological engineering that might otherwise seem impossible. At the same time, the power of this psychic field is directly proportional to the number of greenskins present in a given location. Uh, so they'll contribute to like uh, some kind of psychic dome, basically. Exactly. Uh, they're <laughs> okay. all they're all just like uh, like Wi-Fi range extenders, yeah. and when you get enough of them into a room, you could just like you can send your Wi-Fi to the moon. You know. Sick. I was gonna say, yeah, they all have a bubble around them, and the the more of a Venn diagram you make, the the more power is in that little. Exactly. Okay. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, the more orcs that gather, the more orcs are drawn to them because they they kind of lights up like a psychic beacon, I guess. At the same time, the the power and intelligence of the greenskins begins to grow with their numbers. Now, power grows uh, pretty exponentially. Intelligence is kind of like a logarithmic scale. You know what I mean? Like it's got diminishing oh, returns. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> I have an orc brain, so I don't know what logarithmic means. <laughs> orc, orc. Uh, the orcs' unquestionable thirst for battle has always proved their downfall. Historically, the orc tribes have spent much of their time fighting amongst themselves, waging brutal wars with only the strongest surviving. On occasion, an orc leader will emerge who is mighty enough to defeat his rivals and unite a number of warring tribes. Uh, do you guys know what a, a group of orcs is called? Uh clan oh oh it's boys no jamie's close it's like a war oh, jamie's not close no uh I, you you had the first two letters right so uh his success the the, the orc leader's success will draw other tribes to him and soon a great wah it's uh, the sound waluigi oh. makes is the name oh, of, a, of an army of orcs yeah. oh it'd be something on my words was close enough <laughs> 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 uh so nice. A war is underway, partly a migration, partly a holy war that can exterminate the populations of entire star systems. When the orcs are on the rampage, the galaxy trembles, and in the age of the Dark Imperium, there are more wars rising than ever before recorded. Uh, so Dark Imperium uh, being the age of uh, darkness, where all technology got cut off. There was these terrible warp storms that ripped through the galaxy and cut off yeah. all human communication with each other. Uh, barring a couple systems that had like little groups of planets, there was no like central <laughs> government for the, the galaxy anymore and, and humanity kind of dissolved into these clans, which Jamie briefly talked about at the top of the episode. Yeah. The cups and strings still work, but if you had cell phones, you couldn't get to your friends kind of thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's and all they, analog. they thought I was stupid for holding on to this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah t two aluminum cans and four million miles of string <laughs> I mean, four, four million is is so so lowball like that wouldn't that wouldn't even reach our sun moon though if you guys if you had enough orcs you on the sun if you had enough orcs you would just need two cups and no string because they could just believe it into being a phone right <laughs> oh yeah that's true it does make a can technically wireless technology doesn't it so, I mean, <laughs> Mars, the next closest planet, you're right. You could talk to someone on the moon, but Mars, maybe the next closest planet. Maybe Venus is closer. I don't know. Um, the minimum distance from Earth to Mars is 33.9 million miles. Whatever. How do you know yeah. that? Have you ever gone there? Yeah, a couple times. Oh, okay. cool. cool. Dude, I called you on the can string. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you don't even remember our conversation sometimes. It really yeah. rubs me, man. My my can was a can from a pork and beans thing, by the way. Oh, okay, yeah. good, good. <laughs> yeah. My can, Can's a label on? My can was a can of beer. I cut the top off. It was a Pabst Blue oh. Ribbon. Hey, Pabst Blue Ribbon. That's a good sponsor. Crunch at us. Crunch at us. <laughs> uh, assume you're listening. We'll do Pabst Blue Ribbon lore. Sure. Fuck yeah. <laughs> o o oldest, oldest mule piss in America or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the orcs are a biologically engineered species. Uh, they're not oh. they're not homegrown they're lab grown uh they're created more than 60 million terran years ago as a warrior race originally called the karork 
by the long-vanished reptilian alien species known as... The old ones? The old ones. Uh, Uh, The orcs refer to the old ones as the brain boys with a Z. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, That is canon. Brain boys. Um, Are they from the planet Hood? (laughs) Yeah. So... (laughs) Uh, Peter, you remember old ones? Do you remember what episode we talked about the old ones on? Uh, the most, I guess, because I think we also talked about them on another episode. But the oh, most... it'd be with the Necron tier, exactly. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I know because the Necron are also from like tens of millions of years ago. So yeah. with the Catan or Satan or whatever. So yeah, yeah. The, there was the Catan who were the space vampires, and yeah. they were warring with the old ones. Yeah, and the space vampires recruited the Necron tier to turn them into the Necron uh, with the living metal. Uh, exoskeletons that they built for them there you go check okay. out our necron episode i think it's some of the coolest lore in 40k personally nice so what's grim dank grim dank yeah i don't know why don't you tell it's me a sub, it's a subreddit where i see all the warhammer 40k memes and i don't know what the so reference grim to- grim dark is the the what the setting for 40k is like considered what the theme oh. kind of is where it's like oh everything is bleak you know there's death and pestilence and plague and there's constant war that's grimdark that's like real edgy uh, boy stuff so grimdark would be dank. the meme yeah exactly yeah okay i get means it meme, and meme means dank right right where they, they're used <laughs> together at least <laughs> in tandem uh, yeah <laughs> so uh yeah uh, old ones older reptilian race which once ruled the milky way but now but has now all but vanished from the galaxy the ancient crork were known to possess more advanced technology than that of the present greenskin race and to be on average larger, in some cases standing as tall as 12 meters. So apparently wow. apparently the orcs have been uh, evolving backwards for some time. Oh. Okay. Uh, I, relatable, right, guys? Oh, hugely <laughs> relatable. Uh, dude, I, well, what I love about evolving is that I do it without uh, offspring. I just do it on my own. I just evolve, you know? Yeah, shorter and fatter, just like a baby. <laughs> shorter and fatter, and less technologically advanced. Oh yeah, I can't keep up. And less hairy. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> the shoulders are the next frontier, honestly. I mean, up here, up here, maybe uh, up at the hairline, maybe a little less hairy. But <laughs> uh, so the orcs were created by the Brain Boys to fight the Necrons and their Catan masters in the great interstellar conflict called the War in Heaven. That shattered the galactic civilization of the old ones that existed prior to the rise of the Eldari. Again. I remember this actually quite a lot. Despite the, this was like two and a half years ago now. Yeah. Uh, Holy shit! Yeah. I so yeah, that. Um, there was the war in heaven, which we talked about on the Eldar episode as well, uh, yeah. which is where the old Eldar gods were killed uh, and then kind of replaced. Uh, at least some of them, not all of them, were killed. Check out our Eldar episode if that sounds interesting to you. Aspects of corn or whatever, or the exactly, yeah, yeah, uh, okay. avatars of corn. Avatar, yeah. Well, there was the as- maybe the aspects of corn were like the pieces that came down, shattered down. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I just did the episode. Go listen to it, you dummy. Uh, <laughs> I, for the listeners at home, I'm calling Peter the dummy here for asking me these questions while I'm trying to get through uh, the orcs. Not you guys. You guys are great. Uh, so orcs are genetically engineered to be muscular, aggressive, and none too bright. Uh, their technology is maintained by a cast of what are called odd boys who possess genetically implanted dispositions and technical knowledge that grant them unusual skill with maintaining and developing technology. What that means in layman's terms is they just uh, they know how machine work. They, they, they don't have to study. They, you know, there's no you know, four years or six years in STEM. They just, like, they know how it, it works because it was genetically implanted into them. What are their genitals like? Big and green. Okay. Good to uh, cool. Both genders, big and green. Uh, cool. So this... Cooler, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this skill is, is an unconscious one, preserved through genetic memories hardwired into the odd boy's DNA by the brain boys millions of standard years ago. So they just gave them the... Uh, uh, okay. They, like... Um, Boy, I can't believe Incepted. They they did the inception of the this is how machines work in one of their dreams one day, and then they just kept that in their DNA forever, basically. Okay. Whoa. Okay. I'm seeing I'm seeing a, a something here right now, and I'm wondering if I can call it, but I'm not going to do that at this point. Okay. Well, Leon- Pete, Pete, why don't you go ahead and call it? Is it Leonorco de Cor- Orcrio? <laughs> <laughs> DiCaprio? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Leonorco. Sadly, write that one not. down. <laughs> Sadly, it is not. No, my thing was going to be the fact that all of their tech is made of garbage now. It's because no one's been maintaining the genetic techno codes, basically. Uh, no, you were you were you were more on on point with your your first one, basically. Uh, I mean, it's garbage because. It's intuitive and it's not like they don't care about how it looks and it just they know how it works and it works like you said because they want it to work more than because it should okay. work. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's it, all the all the like graphic design orcs have were wiped out at some point in the past sixty million yeah, years. Exactly. And all that's left over is the like brutish knuckle dragging trade school orcs. So everything <laughs> is like all, all function over form basically. Yeah. It's all it's Tinkerbell logic. It's like if you believe it, it'll happen. Kind exactly of exactly like that. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so orcs simultaneously, it, it it basically seems like they simultaneously have intelligence boosters and intelligence limiters, both hardwired into their DNA. You know, uh, don't want them getting too smart and getting uppity, but we want them to still be able to make technology. So we'll just give them, you know, the innate ability to do that without having to ever consciously rationalize it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're very good at building things, but up upstairs they're all thumbs, basically. Yeah. I picture like a car looks like what a four year old would draw a car, but it actually works on those lumpy wheels and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but like that is exact. That's exactly how orc technology works. Like it's like they get these like huge like walking mechs, and then like another like another race will beat them in a battle, and they'll go grab the mech, and they'll be like. It's nothing but honey and marmalade in here. Like, this is this isn't mech oil. This is just you know, it's like these are ticker toys. There's not even a, a fuel source in here. They're, how the hell? How the hell? This is killing people. But it just it seems to work. Uh, so the old ones created them with the purpose of destroying the Necron in mind, but likely wanted to be able to control them, so stop them from being too intelligent. Uh, okay, you know, uh, smart doesn't make good uh, surf class, right? Yeah, it would be a real problem if all of a sudden they were just like, hey, we beat the, the fucking star skeletons. Um, <laughs> we'd really love to vote now. And then those lizard people would probably be like, ah, oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I, we shouldn't have given you free thought. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to hear that hair metal band too. Star skeletons sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about like a bunch of like buff shredded like fucking green skin suffragettes mar- marching on lizard men basically <laughs> asking for their vote their their hit track under the sun uh, under the cancerous light of a radioactive star <laughs> it's a ballad it's like 11 minutes long yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh so indeed uh the brain boys were apparently able to encode information on how to build simple machinery into the genomes of all orcs thus mech boys uh require very little training in their function within orc Culture, culture spelled by the orcs is K U L T U R. That's a bad sign. <laughs> since they understand mechanical pr- principles at a fully instinctive level, uh, there's no conscious thought that goes into a mech boy's process when he's building a machine. He just thinks about what he wants it to do, and then it just his hands do the rest of the work. Consequently, that is how I do the title cards for every episode. <laughs> After a fugue state, you just black out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come to 48 hours later. Like, bottles of whiskey and like discarded parchments all over your apartment <laughs> oh dead air and a sniffle while i take a big sip of water great vamping guys i didn't really <laughs> you can see my it's a fucking liter bottle of Nalgene. can't can't even cover for me yeah so peter you kind of mentioned boys earlier and, and we've kind of mentioned a couple of them now there's the brain boys the odd boys the mech boys those are basically denominations of different classes in or culture uh so mech yeah. boys are guys that that work on machines odd boys are typically you know just like fighter orcs so i was gonna ask just now going off of what you've just said here because jamie had asked what their genitals look like I'm assuming they're probably asexual because you compared them to fungus because fungus don't breed. Uh, as far as you know, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw there was a type of fungus that had like 126 different sexes. So that's a lot of sex, dude. I've had like three. Because <laughs> <laughs> like plants, fuck. You have like flower and pollen. <laughs> And then animals, obviously, Plants, do. fuck. I'm writing that one down for the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you, like, paused it in all caps, the fuck, too. In Plants, yeah. fuck. 
man. Uh, Damn, dog, you ever see those bees? Um, but like <laughs> fungus don't because they eject spores. Lore, lore Boy's canon, uh, orc spore. Uh, I did not look into the fucking rituals of uh, Warhammer 40k orcs. Forgive me, <laughs> lis- dear listeners. I have I have failed you as an educational host, uh, but I do oh, not know baby. how orcs get it on, but we're going to say they just produce spores. I'm going to spork. Yeah. <laughs> spork, spork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm using that line tonight. Uh, <laughs> and then Ethan had sex again. <laughs> <laughs> Implying I was going to anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm engaged, man. Right? That's the that's the joke, right? It's the yeah, 1960s, no, and we're all comedians, huh? We're off out. <laughs> uh, so orcs, as we said, lack individual psychic power, uh, being denied such abilities by the old ones. So they they're not they don't have individual psychers like humans have psychers, and uh, Eldar have psychic units that can cast spells, basically with uh, psychic magic that they pull from the immaterium or the warp. Orcs, again, the old ones were like, we don't want them to vote. We don't want them, you know, uh, no suffrage, suffrage movements, and also probably shouldn't give them af- access to devastating psychic abilities uh, that they could use against us someday. For an extinct race of lizard men, they have a ton of good points when building a slave race, honestly. <laughs> they thought this out to an extent. Although maybe if they'd given them psychic abilities and unleashed them on their enemies, that they the orcs would have beaten their enemies to such a degree that the old ones would still be around. Hmm? Hmm. That's true. <laughs> I mean, it could be true. The greatest slave is the one that outlives even yourself. I think. <laughs> is that Wayne Gretzky? Is that a Wayne Gretzky quote? <laughs> Man, what 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 didn't that guy know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, no psychic abilities. However, as we said before, they do have a sort of collaborative, collective psychic ability, meaning that if if enough orcs believe something is true, then it will actually become so. Brought into being in real space through the power of the immaterium by their gestalt psychic abilities. So, like I said, they do have kind of psychic abilities that is just innate. They have this innate uh, connection to the warp. It seems all living creatures do. Uh, We've discussed in our past episodes, you can travel through the warp. But you can really only eg- enter or exit near planets because that's where uh, there's enough light, life to generate enough connection to the warp. Yeah, uh, we talked about this with the Tyranid thing. It's because they can't, they don't travel through the warp. They're the only things yeah. that have like, light speed technology of some description. Yes, yeah, so they that, like seek gravity with like giant ships and shit. Yeah, exactly. So the only way that they were able to come from another galaxy, the only way that they could be an extra galactic uh, species is by traveling by via something other than the warp because every other species uses the warp and the warp does not exist between galaxies because there's no life out there to support the warp. Okay. Uh, so orcs, same as anyone else, are connected to it. They just Their connection seems to be if enough of them believe in one thing, that it'll come true. For example... They can use their powers for good. Well, they kind of do. So for example... Orc rockets painted yellow create bigger explosions simply because the vast majority of orcs believe they do. So <laughs> orcs orcs will paint their, their rockets yellow when they want them to explode bigger and they will explode bigger just because the orcs believe that they should. <laughs> and cold water boils faster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A bastardization of the Mapemba effect. Look it up. Very interesting. Um, so uh, this is also why the, much of the orcs' seemingly ramshackle technology will do terrible damage in the hands of orcs, but will cease to function when used by other intelligent races. So as soon as you pick up an orc gun, you're like, this is just a drawing of a gun, and you're holding a piece of paper. You know? I would <laughs> love that. <laughs> just just a space marine holding a cardboard tube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, That's I, pretty good for like, Battlefield Salvage, meaning like all those like really dramatic movie fights where a guy picks up a sword out of a dead body and uses it as like a, as a, as another weapon. <laughs> he's lost his sword. He's just like, whatever, picks up like fistful of rock candy and just whips it at another guy. And it's just like, <laughs> I mean, uh, so, his armor. I think it's a cool idea to your battlefield salvage point, uh, a lore boys cannon, maybe that like, you don't want to use too powerful or too scary a weapon against the orcs. Cause they'll think it's stronger than it is maybe. And then if they capture it, maybe it'll do more damage than it did whenever you had it. Cause they fear wow. it so much. Yeah. Does their psychic shit go both ways, actually? Like, if you terrify them enough, do you do more damage? Uh, I, so I, do, I 
don't know the rules of the game, but okay. I, I would. Well, I, I more meant like fic, like that. Uh, I suppose would be like a lore reason for a rule. Yeah, I would. I would absolutely assume that it would. But again, you kind of need a, a huge number of orcs to do it, and orcs okay. are very hard to scare. Uh, they kind of okay. live for battle, love to fight and kill, and you know they don't mind watching their brothers' spores get killed uh, and erupt into a cloud of spores to spore everybody on the battlefield. Nice. So it's not as easy as just drawing frowny faces on all the space marines. Yeah. Dangerous. That's scary, man. Just angry eyebrows on the visor. That's yeah. it. <laughs> you can't fucking read. So yeah. you couldn't write I am dangerous on your chest yeah. backwards or whatever. He's <laughs> like a universal symbol, like a, a biohazard symbol or like a. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Or just yellow. If you're the yellow space marines, then you're more you're, powerful. You explode bigger, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, red is also canonically faster for the orcs. So, is that? I thought that's just something you you would always. That say, is that something that I faster. did always used to say, which came from. A, is purple invisible? Is like stealth technology is purple or whatever? Is stealth technology purple? <laughs> Where are you getting this info? You from like the, the like orcs, orcs shit they believe. Your book that you wrote. It's oh, on Amazon. That's true, yeah. Is orange, love of orange. orange. Pur- purple, the sneakiest color by Ethan Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out at Barnes & Noble. Uh, I don't know. I uh, I know red. Uh, I think that was actually in the bonus fact for the patrons. So sorry, patrons. I gave away your bonus fact to all the listeners here. But uh, also the yellow, yellow going faster, or red going faster, yellow exploding bigger are the only two colors that I actually know about. But we can posit some other ones. So let's say purple is stealth. Uh, I'll say um, magenta is more furious, so they just attack with more fervor. Okay. Nice. Um, uh, pink is for feet. Okay. That's too bad. That's good. <laughs> you know, are you telling me there's foot not... freaks in a race of things that don't breed? That really bothers me. No, no, me. Jamie, 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 you're thinking of the NFL when they, they do the month for cancer, breast cancer awareness. That's what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, and they all pin pink feet to themselves, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. After yeah. a touchdown, they they you cut off the opposing quarterback's feet and you you pin them to your lapel. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> there there needs to be more blood trophies in football. Can I just say, <laughs> Mr. Goodell, crunch at us? Okay, we got some great ideas for this. Isn't there a game called Blood Bowl there or is. something? So actually, yeah. that's that's super funny. There's and, and that that would actually be a really fun episode to probably do someday. There's a canonical. Uh, Warhammer 40k uh, violent football setting. So uh, it looks fun. We can talk about it someday. Crunch at us if you want us to talk about it. Head to the Discord, loreboys.com/slash about. Find the Discord link there. Uh, okay, let's talk a minute to talk about some orc gods. Okay, you guys love gods, Peter. You got a crucifix, right? Big god yep, fan. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so we've talked about more than a few gods in our 40k episodes to date. Uh, we talked a bit about the gods of chaos. Uh, we covered the birth of one of the gods of chaos. Do you you remember which one? Either of you? Real quick. Ba, ba, ba. Luigi. Slanesh. Yes. Yeah, uh, also no. Luigi. Uh, okay. <laughs> the, the most horrible of the old, the old gods. He was technically a, a great old one, not an old god. That's kind of the you know uh, one of the outer All gods right. that birthed the old gods. Yeah, yeah. It's a, right. It's a, <laughs> an arbitrary line in the sand, really. <laughs> Uh, no, but we talked about uh, the birth of Slanesh during our Eldar episode when a whole planet of uh, billions of horny Eldar devoted, uh, devolved uh, into hedonism. And right. that was just enough in the warp to kind of generate the god Slanesh, who then murdered them all and became one of the old gods. Uh, That's pretty cool. D- Jamie, uh, Peter got Slanesh. Do you remember the other three of the old gods? Well, I already said Luigi. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other two. Sorry. <laughs> Catan? <laughs> <laughs> no i don't even know dude uh, that's uh the settlers of Catan. the board game is a is one of them yes uh, <laughs> and the last one uh isn't there one guy who has like a magnet for a head no that's magic the gathering yes Fuck. and nicole bolas for magic the gathering is the fourth Shit. he does not have magnetic powers we have, we have got, had this conversation before we- my picture is a yeah, yeah, we have we have ruined Jamie's brain. I swear to God, this this podcast yeah. has ruined Jamie's brain. <laughs> and Nurgle, mm-hmm. and some other one. Well, you know Slanesh, and then there's Tzinch. Oh, excuse me, that's uh, the last one. Yeah, what? The, the Greek god of garlicky dressings. Uh, <laughs> I love Tzinchi, oh, man. Tzinchi. <laughs> yeah. 
Write down Tazinchi for a possible name of the episode. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, our, our listeners are not going to be guessing because they'll have read the title of the episode before they listen to it, probably. Uh, yeah. Or they could just look at their phone now. Let's give let's all give them a second to look at their phone and read the title of this episode, well, and they can let us know what it is before we end here. Everybody look up so we can look at them looking at the phone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Let us out. <laughs> let me out. Let me out. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so uh we also have the god emperor himself uh who certainly a deity in at least some regard uh by the 42nd millennium at least he exists at least partially within the warp entirely like at least part of his consciousness exists only in the immaterium that's the only place he can access then he lives in like a golden sphere whenever he's in our dimension i guess okay right. uh we also talked about corn and a couple of the other uh fallen gods from the eldar essentially uh so how does one make a god jamie what would you start with a pinch of sugar maybe a pinch of spice maybe a pinch of i believe we nice we've talked about god spunk before yeah uh, so that probably use some of that so it's a very human way of thinking because right? that's how the humans did yeah. it they basically used god spunk to create little demigods all over the place yeah i would say something catastrophic might do it too like i don't know like two big old um galaxies colliding into each other or something i don't know could be could be peter what would you do if you if you were gonna go on a perfect date with a god you just created how would you go about <laughs> creating him? uh and this is not the orgy god right this is a different one you're this, some... this could be your own orgy god if you want just create your own god here i mean you're you're presumably an orc because we're talking about the orcs but yeah uh because i think i know their names is the problem so i'm not exactly guessing Okay, so go. Uh, what are their names? I don't see. I know their names, having researched this, and I don't know how knowing their names is going to help you figure out how they were. So I don't know how they were created exactly, but they may have just been believed into existence. Uh, but is, is it Gorka and Morka? It's Gork and Mork. Um, sometimes okay. called sometimes called Gorka and Morka, depending on your accent, I suppose. Um, so yeah, we know the chaos gods were created and are sustained by the emotions and collective desires of every sentient being in of the material universe, uh, like the Eldar. You get billions and billions of them fucking on a planet for long enough, and sure enough, you're going to create a god. Similarly, uh, the god emperor uh, rose to the status of god. He got the god part of his god emperor title, uh, mostly as enough people started to believe in his ability, which he proves through a myriad of strongman-like competitions with his test tube sons. Uh, <laughs> which we've of, covered ad nauseum at this point. Yeah, exactly. A lot of, a lot of you know, becoming the god emperor is is him traveling around and creating his own mythos around him by doing these incredible feats uh, to, to much to people's astonishment. I got to say that as someone who's known you for a little while, you've got incredible feats too. Hey, thanks dude. Thanks. That's yeah. why I charge you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the orc race is not so different. Uh, they're relatively, uh, the, their collective unconsciousness registers in the immaterium as much as anyone else's does. Um, in the Orcs case, though, their relatively simplistic psyches coalesce into two entities they worship as gods called Gork and Mark, as we've already established. Yeah, uh, I was close. I was close when I guessed that. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's Gork, and then there's Robin Williams in his breakout role. Um, <laughs> Gork and Mindy. <laughs> Gork and Mindy. <laughs> uh, I'm sure we're not, that's not going to be a title for the episode because I'm sure that joke's been done. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, that is kind of, yeah. Damn, too easy. So the difference between the, the twin greenscape gods is pretty simple. Gork is brutal but cunning, while Mork is cunning but brutal. Oh. Yeah. So Wait, they're both both of those things? Jamie, it's like you don't even listen to me sometimes, okay? Oh. Gork is brutal but cunning, while Mork is cunning but brutal. Okay. It's the the sing it first. Between... <laughs> to sing it first, give it more than the second. Okay. Yeah, okay I think okay, so. smart it's, guys. It's the difference. Yeah, it's okay, the difference between like bashing a guy's head in and then sneaking away, and like the prison shank. Okay. Smart okay. guy. Smart guy. Is a square a rectangle? So it can be, but is, is a rectangle always. a square? Uh, no. Wait, the other way around. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, asked and answered. I answered your question, I think, okay? Uh, I don't know what's going on still. <laughs> what's, what are these guys all about, the Mork and Mindy's? So, I, I mean, the point kind of is they're, they're more or less the same entity. Um, they're, okay. The difference is, is often summed up as Mork hits you when you aren't looking, and Gork hits you even harder when you are looking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. 
Uh, Gork and Mork, like anybody's gods, just like Jesus Christ, can be defeated in battle, but never truly killed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's Bible canon, though, right? Yeah. Uh, They'll they'll always come back spoiling for another round. So you can you can beat the orc gods in a in a battle if you if you buy the Games Workshop or Gork and Mork miniatures. I don't know if they actually make miniatures for them, but uh, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's like. Uh, I'm like just vamping now because Ethan's drinking the water <laughs> and, you're doing, <laughs> and you're doing a great job. Thank you for that. It's so nice to have a minute to drink a, a sip of water and not have to worry about the show falling apart. <laughs> uh, so now we know a bit about, uh, what the orcs are and who they worship. Let's, uh, let's talk about some exciting moments with them. You know, let's uh, let's go through the old photo album, the trip to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. You know, that time they went to the Grand Canyon yeah. and devolved into chaos and killed each other. <laughs> the eighties montage, they... yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like the same like nuclear green skin family with like one photo being happy and then one photo of ripping each other to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, can Jungo go to gift shop? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he, uh, that's enough to make him believe that he is Mickey Mouse. So he, tur- he canonically yeah. turns into Mickey Mouse. Uh, <laughs> they go to Plymouth Rock and enough of them believe that it's actually interesting, that it turns into an interesting thing. And it's not just some shitty rock <laughs> chained at the bottom of a hole. <laughs> is that what that is? Oh, look up pictures of Plymouth Rock, dude. It is extremely disappointing. <laughs> you're... <laughs> You're you're picturing this big like phallic rock, and it is not at all. It is like a rock imagine, on the beach yeah. that has like that is like chained and uh, like a hole that they built for it. I imagine like a pride rock sort of thing. Not not uh, even close, dude. It is not even not- like a like a pilgrim <laughs> holding another tiny pilgrim with his hat on. Like, <laughs> we, <laughs> we, have our, not even. we can have our lore folk meet up there, and then all of our orc brains will make it more interesting than it is. Like you said, oh, exactly. that's a good go. idea. Let me uh, let me. Uh, I'll pull up a picture for you here. Jamie, pull okay. up the clip. Hey, that's like that guy. That guy that he says the funny jokes, huh? Rojogan. Yeah, Fear Factor guy. Mr. Fear yeah. Factor. The guy from News so Radio. So you know they call him Milk Duds? Why do we what? call is, him Milk Duds? It's because this guy, uh, whoever, Mr. Milk Dud, I don't know his actual name. Hershey. But he wanted to m- make perfectly round, um, like, chocolates, like, or with a milk dud in the middle or whatever. But since he can never quite get them perfectly round when he's sent to the factory, they call them milk duds. Okay. Uh, I, I'm finding files too big. You could say, more. wow, you could say, wow, or that's a cool fact. <laughs> Sorry. I, I did get, dis- <laughs> I got distracted. I got distracted. I'm, I'm now, uh, now who's pulling the, the episode off the rails, huh? Uh, now who's not doing a good job vamping. Uh, I missed your milk dud fact, but I assume it was about shoving milk milk duds up your butt or something. So good for you. Good for you, Jamie. If he just believed they were rounder, it would have happened. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. It's true. It's true. (laughs) Uh, But not even everybody believing they were tasty could make it so. Uh, (laughs) Not a fan of milk duds here. That was a that was a dig at milk duds. The orcs just like catfish themselves, basically. They're all they're all beautiful women named Susan that that live nearby. Yeah. Oh my God. The, every orc is is a horny milf in your area. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> horny orcs in your area. <laughs> uh, so it's really a call to war. If you got that ad on like forty k, like space Pornhub, and it was like horny orcs in your area, you'd probably have to like tell your local military base. Yeah. Like, yeah we're exactly. Couple guys. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, left or right, it would be smash or pass or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> smash. Uh, yeah. So when the so uh, talk about orcs, a lot of the dates in in the timeline of the Milky Way galaxy are kind of tied inherently to the humans. So we're going to talk a bit about humans now again. I know we're also sick of them, but uh, I wouldn't be shocked if the orcs couldn't even really write in a way that we could understand. Yeah, I yeah I don't think there's like orc historians out there that are like taking notes. So probably most of it is through the you know the scribes of the the empire yeah. that are recording it it'd be a pretty shitty uh rank to just like believe the past so hard that you can tell people it happened like, <laughs> like, well, like what the fuck right that that happens irl though right uh yeah and it's boring 
So, when the Emperor of Mankind revealed himself to humanity following the long night of the Age of Strife in the early 30th millennium, he shaped war-torn Terra into a single unified world for the first time in long millennia. That's what Jamie started the episode off telling us. Uh, once yep. he had conquered Terra, he looked to taking his Great Crusade to the stars. That's what I filled in. Uh, having created the foundations of the Imperium of Man, he launched his massive armies out into the galaxy, seeking to bring all of human-settled space back under the control of a unified stellar empire. During these early conquests, many Imperial expeditionary fleets encountered the Greenskin Menace, a violent Xeno species designated as the Orcs by the early Imperium. Uh, so they were called Quirks. Uh, they called themselves various denominations of boys, and then humans just managed to guess cl pretty close and call them orcs. Does Tolkien uh, exist forty thousand years ago? Like, did that carry on? Yeah, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe Tolkien yeah. is canon in the the Warhammer forty k universe. There's no telling, really. <laughs> okay, yeah. Did did Tolkien invent the term orc? It is. Yeah. It is with a K. Uh, you're saying yeah, he did invent orcs. Yes, Good. they're like no. a, I think his idea was to like upgrade the like fantasy goblin of the time. Mm. Goblin mm. Plus didn't have the same ring to it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, that no. sounds like a subscription now. Well, yeah. they they said big goblins, but that invalidated all the goblin doctors out there. So right, oh. right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, so the orc empire at the time was centered on the planet Ulanor. Uh, though its reach was significant throughout the sector of the Milky Way, known as the Telon Reach. One planet, the scrap world Goro, like the four-armed man from Mortal Kombat, Good. was dominated by the orc tech cast called the Mech Boys. Uh, so that's a lot of jargon. Basically means there's a planet, a scrap world planet, called Goro, dominated by an orc tech cast. So, so they have their own version of Mars, basically, in 40k lore? What do you mean? Because uh, that's where the Adeptus Mechanicus of the Imperium are, right? Oh, so yeah. They have their like, robot factories on Mars. They have their robot factory on Ulinar. Yeah. So, yeah, they they have their own uh, principle of a factory uh, as big as a planet, not necessarily the red planet Mars. But yeah. I got confused yeah. there for a second. <laughs> oh, so, sorry. Yeah. Better weather. Same yeah. industry. Basically. That, that was it me sounds... not thinking in the context of 40K. Oh. It sounds like orcs could have named our podcast, to be honest. The Goro Boys? Yeah, because everything boys. is something boys, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the mech boys uh, on the planet Goro were fascinated by a form of plasma technology found there, never encountered before nor since. Capable of generating destructive yields of cosmic potency, these plasma weapons were doing terrible work to blunt the Great Crusade's advance across the Telon Reach. So they, so what? I guess, what is a scrap world? It's a world that's like, buried under miles of scrap essentially it is it is like a garbage dump world it's you know where the brave little toaster is from uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> he has a movie where he goes to mars <laughs> no way really? presumably to fucking reunite with the adeptus mechanic yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. Brave little toaster. Yeah, yeah. he is the machine god to, to invent Whoa. a new form of plasma to, to <laughs> yeah Maybe it's Lampy as the machine god. Um, it's unclear. Yeah. Oh, Lampy. Lamps, lamps for the lamp god. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, just kind of miles of, of scrap all over the planet, and then the orcs kind of just, like, work underneath all this scrap. And while they were, uh, like, the greedy dwarves from Tolkien, they, they mined too deep and too greedily, uh, and they don't end up uncovering a Balrog, but they uncover this, like, weird form of plasma which is like a wormhole that spits out plasma and they're able to like weaponize that in some way because they're orcs and they just believe they can weaponize that in some way nice. uh cool the can-do attitude of these fellows is pretty fucking <laughs> i mean <laughs> uh, it's an unquenchable spirit really yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they weren't such an hr risk they'd be perfect employees you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well that that's that was the downfall of the old ones really it's too many complaints yeah. One slow day, and they ripped each other to pieces. Uh, <laughs> so they, they've weaponized this plasma, and it's doing really good work at slowing the Empire advancement across the galaxy, which obviously humans don't like. Uh, once it was discovered that these attacks were coming from Goro, the Emperor quickly declared that the planet must be destroyed. When a thousand-strong fleet of warships dropped out of the warp above Goro, it was the Emperor himself who gave the order to begin the assault. Horus, Primarch of the vaunted Luna Wolves Space Marines Legion, and the ever-dutiful Sun, 
uh, stood at the Emperor's side and watched as tens of thousands of assault craft spread out from the fleet. The Luna, wo- Luna Wolves teleported into the scrap layers beneath the planet's surface, forced to hollow out Goro from within due to, due to the planet's high resistance to orbital bombardment. So they just have so much garbage above them that like you can't or you can't subject them to orbital bombardment because it just hits the garbage. <laughs> I was going to ask about that, but I was waiting for you to finish. Thank God that question <laughs> answered. I was like, why not just blow it up from space? <laughs> it's a tactical nuke stuck in a six ring that someone didn't cut up properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get stuck in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They all they all warp in, and they all warp into like one of like ten thousand. It's a ten thousand big, or a thousand a thousand big can, can holder, and they all they all warp in all their ships, and each one of their ships gets stuck in a different hole. <laughs> so like, ah, I guess we gotta go down. Uh, so they hollow out a little hole for themselves to walk in, and uh, the emperor ports down uh, Horus by his side. They fought with the black. Black-clad Jesteran Terminators of the Luna Wolves, as well as the golden-clad warriors of the Emperor's old sol- own soldiers, the Legio Custodes. Um, so both the uh, Horus's black uh, space marines and the Emperor's gold space marines fighting side-by-side side to clear Goro. As the space marines attacked, the orc resistance they faced was near overwhelming. The orcs of Goro were huge and augmented with scavenged bionics, some stood taller than Dreadnoughts, and their weaponry burned through Astartes' power armor easily. Okay, so the, you've got the... They've, they've got, like, the six-pack shield, and then the five-fingered plastic straw hand yeah. on their mech <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they could just, like, shred Space Marines to pieces. They just <laughs> they just have plastic straws, and the Space Marines keep swallowing them, and then they keep choking oh. them. Oh! <laughs> yeah, they're, all, they're stuck oh. in the vent in the front of the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they get stuck on their back, and they're just flailing their arms. <laughs> yeah. We shouldn't talk too much about this. Games Workshop might get mad that we suggest that you can build these figurines out of household items. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You, can't, you can't even paint them with household paints, man. You need the yeah. Citadel paint. Uh, so yeah, so uh, the orcs are strong. Their their weaponry is just burning through Astartes' power armor, probably because the orcs believe that it should or can. Um and they're, they're taller than dreadnoughts, which are themselves like 12 to 15 feet tall. So they, some of them Damn. just like stand that tall. Uh, at the height of the battle, the fury of the orcs split the emperor from his guards. Alone, he slew hundreds of them until a blast from an orc plasma weapon weakened his defenses and one of the orc leaders seized him. The creature's strength was so great that it took hold of the emperor and buckled his golden armor. That's Whoa. insane. As the creature's grasp closed to throttle the master of mankind, Horus stormed through the press of battle and cut the orc's arms from its body with a single blow. Together, father and son led their forces deeper into the vast sphere of scrap until they reached the center of Goro. So if the if there wasn't a demigod there, like this random orc, random big orc probably would have just like crushed the life out of the, the god of mankind, essentially. Wow. Uh, Dude, imagine that big orc though, like being Little Spoon next to that guy. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, except he's no <laughs> arms anymore. But well, yeah. Yeah. well, yeah. If he was just missing the one arm, that's that's convenient. Well, that's, that's ideal. That's ideal cuddling. Yeah, yeah is missing one. Oh, arm. that's even yeah. more comfortable for the big spoon because my shoulder exactly. gets sore sometimes. Yeah. Right. That's what do you do yeah. with that arm? You know what I mean? Like you put yeah. it under you. You're like, oh, I put it under your head, and then you wake up with just like the completely dead arm in the middle of the night. Like, <laughs> they make yeah. mattresses where you could put it like under and around your yeah. your spouse. Oh, yeah. there's like a snuggle yeah. sleeve. In yeah. the mattress? Oh, I'm into that. They, they do make pillows too, like that. I think. But, nice. Wedding uh, gift. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm getting I'm getting you and Dara both flashlights for your wedding gift. That's that's yeah, my yeah. plan. Yeah. Bugs uh, life flashlights. Uh, not gonna ask what you guys. Not not gonna ask what you guys do with them. Hey, none of my business. Okay, but <laughs> you kids enjoy. Uh, so the emperor worked to uh, collapse the self-sustaining plasma sphere that powered much of the world's scavenged orc technology and that contained a warp fold envelope, whatever sci-fi bullshit that is, so that Goro <laughs> would implode into the warp. So basically, he's like, hey, this plasma. Yeah, look, there's a there's a there's a can attached to this plasma, and there's a, there's a string attached to this can, and oh my god, <laughs> this string goes into the warp. There must be another can at the other end. He's uh, <laughs> like dial one for terror, and he like presses the one button on the can. And oh my god! He walks away, and it just collapses <laughs> into the warp. Um, the emperor proves successful. Uh, without its power source, the scrap will collapse in on itself. A hollow skin of rusted metal around an empty void was all that remained to mark the death of the great orc world of Goro. Oh. Okay. 
so they managed to just collapse the planet. So did they kind of separate the orcs belief that this planet even existed in the first place? I no, guess. No, so, so they, they set off a, a bomb on the inside, which just like vaporized everything in a certain radius, but it didn't even blow up the whole planet or like suck it all in. So there's like this floating, like hollow sphere of scrap still okay. where the planet oh, Goro was. Cool. Once. Okay. That is cool. Just straws and six pack rings, just <laughs> orbiting a exploded <laughs> planetary core. <laughs> So, uh, seeing how potent the threat would be, the Emperor would declare a crusade on the Orc Empire of Ulanor, and with Horus at his side, would strike out against them. Uh, like I said, this is uh, the setup for a potential future episode. If you guys want to hear it, do let us know. Uh, you can email us, contact at loreboys.com, we're uh, on Twitter, at loreboys, on Instagram, at loreboys, loreboys podcast. podcast. God, I so wish we had thought to keep everything consistent when we first started this show, but we sure didn't, huh? It's because we started all our social media at different times and didn't (laughs) talk to each other. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Uh, Again, this episode was voted on at patreon.com slash theloreboys. If you guys want to suggest an episode to us, you can always find us on our Discord and just say it to us there. Not every single one of our episodes will be a poll. In fact, this was the first one. Um but I, I don't know. We, you know, we're trying to find ways to give back more to the community and, and inter- interact with you guys always. Uh, if you like the show, please tell your friends and, t- and stop by, say hi on the Discord. It really means the world to us when somebody stops in. And just You don't have to be active, but just a message to us saying like, hey, your show is great and you made me pee my pants at my wedding when I, while I had my iPod in while I was getting married. Like, that's a great story for me. (laughs) It's really cool just to see, like, the community talking about stuff they're interested in, too. And, like, a lot of us, if we were listening here, we have similar interests. So you'll probably meet some cool people if you join up. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing is when people interact with shit that I don't know about. It's kind of when the community takes care of itself. I'm just like, ah, yes, we have planted good seeds and have grown good lore crops here. And, like, people are just with common interests are just like internet friends now. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all those flashlight jokes that just brings us together. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, one flashlight. That's lonely. Two flashlights. Now that's a union that's a party. Uh, <laughs> so actually this, uh, I have a sponsored message uh, today. Um, oh. Not from any kind of real sponsor, but from uh, Terry, our, our top tier patron on patreon.com. Sure. We made a joke Patreon tier that we didn't think anybody would ever buy into. And we promised some things in it which we never thought we'd ever have to pony up. But uh, one of those things was uh, you could send us a message and we'll curate it and read it on the air. So here's a message from Terry. Terry has asked you all to go listen to our Pikmin and Blake Jihad episodes. Uh, Ah. He's told Jamie to go watch the Star Wars prequels. Uh, He wanted to throw in in a plug for Peter's new cat. Uh, He's also asked that I let you all know that the mineral rights to Jamie's body, which he bought off Patreon, are serving him terrifically well. Quote, big profits, huge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks yeah. so much terry uh yeah. means a lot your sport yeah. yeah i did a lot of minecraft with him so of the mining of the boys he definitely did the most with me for oh, sure yeah. he's our yeah. he's our our miniest boy yeah uh if you want to be like terry have us read your stuff stuff on air own own rights to jamie's body check out our patreon tier list and choose one that suits you uh we've i've plugged the link a couple times but one more time patreon.com slash the lore boys uh i mentioned a couple other social media you can find me at Ethan the Dead Man on Twitter. Peter, where can we find you? At Loreboys Podcast on Instagram. And if you go to loreboys.com slash about and check out TeePublic, uh, you can look at the merch and suggest the merch. Uh, it's not important to me if you buy it or not. It's just if you have a good idea for something to put up that somebody might like, um, I am much more of a suggestions guy than a salesman. Uh, I'm just happy to have like new little ideas to put in. We've got like the Harlan Ellison steak and cheese, the like put, putting putting things on a piece of corn. A lot of the product right now is suggestions, and it's just always fun. It's like if it's something you might like or something you think someone might like. I think it's just check it out, yeah. at least take a look, and then um, of course leave us reviews, which is vastly more important than yep. really anything. You can find me on Steam, J-A-Y-M-I-L-K, J-Milk. Send me all the games that you want me to play, and I'll play them. Maybe. Uh, Shout out to uh, Anthony on Patreon, who I have promised to both play a game and read a book, which I have not started either of yet, nor bought either of yet. (laughs) But uh, we'll get to it, buddy, I promise. It's Celeste, right? Uh, uh, Celeste and The Stand by Stephen King. Ah. Ah. 
Thanks so much for listening, everybody. If you don't want to support us via Patreon, we do, of course, always offer uh, Lower Boys, Lower Boys Prime, uh, which is our own kind of premium gaming service that we offer to you guys. Uh, this week, it's it's very special, but it's because it's so special and because it's such a powerful gift, um, we, we we have to charge quite a bit. So it's it's going to be two hundred bucks uh, that you have to send us, and but we're going to send you a, a gift immeasurably more valuable. Okay, we're going to send you the power of belief. Uh, we three boys, the lore boys, are going to believe in you, okay? You send us $200 in the mail, and we'll believe in you for whatever you're doing. You tell me you're going for that job application? Hey, I believe in you, buddy. You tell me you're going to the moon? Hey, I believe in you, buddy. You tell me yeah. you're building a go-kart powered on your own piss? Hey, <laughs> I believe in you, buddy, okay? As long as you send us $200. Otherwise, I have very little faith in you. Uh, yeah. But as you guys know, uh, our connection to the warp, the immaterium, is qu- quite powerful, uh, so I'm kind of inclined to believe that if I just think think it hard enough, I can make your dreams come true. Hasn't worked out for my <laughs> own dreams. Uh, it's it's been uh, it's been pretty far off. Not gonna lie, but uh, I think I can do it for you. I think I think I can guide others to a treasure I could never possess. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I guess that is a wrap. That and would constitute constitutes a lore boys and out. Lore um, boys here. Just doing a sound check, so uh, oh, I see. <laughs> all you guys in radio land. <laughs> okay, back on. Yeah, my uh, my sound was quite low on that last one, so I'm hoping this fixes it. I realized my mic was on the wrong cardioid. I love that that guy used self promo to show us his pie. Uh, honestly, uh, I I was I'm like way more into his cakes. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Just a constant. <laughs> <laughs> Coming at you from inside the microwave. It's Ethan of the Lore Boys. My skin hurts a lot already. I hope this episode's quick. Are you looking for a great new vacation destination this Christmas? Well, you don't have to go anywhere for fear of COVID. Just hop into your microwave. <laughs> I like that meme where it's like girls only like those those buff boys, and then a boy being like, "Girl, uh, guys only like uh, bitchy bimbos" or something like that. Oh, it's just a that. microwave going. Yeah, <laughs> full fucking blast. <laughs> My favorite one of that was um, when it just cuts to one of the one of the bird Pokemon. It's the pre-evolution of one of my favorite ones that like, yeah. I have on my team. And it's just, yeah, it's just like bitchy bimbos. I'm like, oh, nah, nah. and then it just cuts to like the Pokemon with like the super hard bit crushed like bird screen. <laughs> 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 just kill- Oh, the best one though, actually, is the Elite for me. Elite, Halo that's War. what I was going to say. That's, that's, that's got to be the one I remember the most. Peter! Dude, you asked Peter him how to make back. a god. He made a god. You can blame it all on me. Lost power, shit. I'm going to create a god by disconnecting from the Discord call. Oh, we're we're still live. <laughs> I mean, it's technically still live. There was a couple moments there where Ice was just walking into the corner over and over again, trying to get the cone yeah, off yeah. of her. Head. <laughs> it was really sad. I'm sick of it. I'm Look, sick of this thing. She can't just like curl up like she normally does. You know, it's. I don't know. Maybe I'll like let it off for short supervised times or something. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.